0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of It's a Definite Maybe, a podcast for those of you who are just trying to figure it all out, with your co hosts, as always, Rosie and Stella. In today's episode, we're talking about cosmetic and plastic surgery. We're chatting about whether we would get anything done, celebs and influencers who have been open and not so open about their experiences, and some considerations you might not have thought about before getting a procedure. So, Stell, today's episode, I was on my TikTok and my Instagram, as you do. I probably spent way too much time on them, but that's fine. And I saw that one of my current fave influencers, mm-hmm. I think she posted a story on Instagram, whatever it was, saying that she was getting lip injections for the first time. Mm. And it was quite interesting because I'm not really very for cosmetic or plastic surgery or mm-hmm. any of that stuff just personally and I found it quite interesting to see that she was really open to it and I didn't mm. really see her as that person that wanted to modify her body in a way I guess mm. and I think for me I'm still stuck in a very much archaic mindset of oh if you're getting plastic surgery you're Oh, I was going to say full of plastic, but like literally, <laughs> it's what it is. But I have this—I have this impression that it's someone who lives in Beverly Hills and wears. Yeah, it's fake and materialistic and surface level, and yeah, totally and shallow. Yeah, and she's a creator I absolutely love who's very smart and very great to watch her content. And I would not associate it at all, her at all being shallow or materialistic or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was a little bit surprised when she said that, but I guess here we are doing an episode on cosmetic surgery, plastic surgery, whatever you want to call it.
1: Well, it's definitely an interesting one because if you think about it, there's a lot of people who are critical about their bodies and their appearances, particularly Mm. in today's society when so much value is placed on how you look. Especially looking young as well. Yeah, for sure. So there's going to be a lot of pressures coming from lots of different places for people, particularly with social media as well, Mm -hmm. which mean that people are more critical about how they look, maybe, or a bit more conscious of it because it's in their face more frequently. Mm Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's one of those things where people – you sort of wonder, because people are more open about it, does that mean that some people who might just learn to love themselves over a period of time instead turn to a quick and easy fix, or Mm. easy in quotation marks because it's not necessarily an easy process depending on what you want to have done, a quick and easy fix to have something addressed rather than putting in the work to Learn about themselves and love themselves for who they are and what they are because, at the end of the day, looks do fade over time. They do. And for a lot of people as well, depending on what you get from a cosmetic surgery or plastic surgery perspective, you have to maintain that. It's not something generally that you just do once and then you're sweet for the rest of your life. So, it is a routine that you have to get into, and that can also get expensive to maintain. Oh, for sure. So, it's one of those things as well where it might seem like a quick and easy fix but it may not actually
0: be that. I know you think about even just like a boob job which is I I would argue one of the more well-known or wanted or desired procedures and even that they only last for I think 10 years and then you need to get them replaced or touched up or I don't know I haven't had a boob job so I don't actually know the proper terminology but it's everything that you're putting into your body that's not what you were born with Mm. is going to take some form of maintenance and upkeep, which, as you say, is dangerous, risky, and expensive.
1: Well, on that note, actually, in our preparation for this episode, I was going through my brain box and having to think about influencers or people who I could think of online who have spoken about having procedures done in the past and mm-hmm. one of them who came up was rosanna Pancino. we'll link her in the show notes as well for anyone who wants to check her out but she was saying how she actually got her breast implants removed and one of the reasons was at the time i think she was saying she didn't necessarily realize that it was something that had to be replaced every 10 to 15 years depending on the quality and all of all of these other factors and she just sort of said to herself i don't really want to do that i don't want to put my body under that pressure to do surgery every 10 years to maintain this thing i'm sort of more okay with not having that thing in my body and not having to go through surgery that frequently Mm -hmm. because surgery is a pretty big thing to put your body under oh totally it's not an easy decision and it's not a cheap one either no, no, it is not, <laughs> particularly if you want to get it done properly with oh, yeah. a reputable doctor and minimize your chances of complications and help your healing process afterwards. There's so many different factors that tie into it, but these sorts of surgeries and procedures are generally those sorts of things where you get what you pay for.
0: What I find interesting with that is that I've, you see so many stories and TV shows and podcast episodes and YouTube videos about people who regret getting plastic surgery or implants or cosmetic surgery or altercating. Altercating, that's not a word. Alternating? No, altercating. Altering. Altering. Thank you. (laughs) Again, I'm going to say this in every damn episode. need to stop recording it after work at nighttime because my brain doesn't work. That is okay. (laughs) You see a lot more people who regret altering their body and going through procedures or paying for it. As opposed to hearing more stories about people who are Mm. very happy with modifying their body or getting a procedure or getting implants or whatever procedure Mm. they're getting, which I think is, I don't know if that's a social media thing and it's just we hook onto these negative worst case scenario stories, or if there are just more people out there who regret doing it and wish they just hadn't.
1: Well, I think it is one of those things where you tend to be more vocal generally about when things aren't so great as opposed to when Mm -hmm. things are really great like if someone was constantly talking about oh my god I'm so happy with my life and I'm so amazing and I love myself and everyone loves me that would get old pretty quickly yeah I think so but a lot of people go through a lot of hard things as well and so those tend to be the areas where people can bond And those lower moments as well can be really vulnerable moments to share. But at the same time, we do tend to fixate on the more negative aspects of life and people would probably be more inclined to speak openly about something if it did have more of a negative experience, particularly as well to make sure that there's representation for that perspective out there. Because otherwise, if everyone was constantly talking about how happy they were with their experiences getting cosmetic procedures done and there wasn't that other side of the conversation with people talking about their regrets that they had or wanting to have things reversed then it would be a very one-sided conversation and I think there would probably be a lot more people going into it uninformed and making Mm -hmm. decisions to alter their body and then regretting it later because they didn't have a different perspective to listen to.
0: Yeah, totally. Do you think uh, you would ever get cosmetic surgery or plastic surgery? I, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't really know the difference between them. So I'm just <laughs> going to keep alternating.
1: I have definitely thought about it. There are certain things that I wouldn't do because I just don't really feel like I need to. And maybe over time things, my perspectives will change. For example, Botox. I don't personally see the appeal at the moment. I may say something very different in 20 30 40 years time I don't know but at this point in time I sort of don't see the point of Botox for myself I wouldn't do a rhinoplasty because I like my nose I've always liked my nose I'm very lucky that I do like my nose little cute button nose
0: you a good nose
1: but that's not something that has ever been an insecurity of mine and I'm not really into the whole over overly puffy lip filler kind of look either mm, for me. For I don't me. think that would suit me very much. And I already have kind of naturally big lips anyway. So I think it would just <laughs> look kind of ridiculous on me. So those are things that I've just sort of never really, uh, and it sounds like, oh, look at me, I'm so great. I don't need plastic so surgery, blah, blah, blah. But that's not it at all. It's just, I don't feel the need to address those parts of my body. But if things mm. were different, maybe I would. Not a bad thing to be secure in yourself. Yeah. Something that I have, though, thought about a lot in the past is getting my boobies done. A
0: boob job? Yeah. I knew that was coming. We've spoken yeah. about this before.
1: Yeah, we have. Probably not super extensively because we were no. saving it for an episode like this. But yeah, yeah, it's something that I have mentioned in passing and to my closest circle of friends, they will also be aware of this. It's always just been something that I've been quite insecure about. And I think jumping to the side for a second, that also ties into what your reasons are for wanting to get a procedure done. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the criticism or advice, I guess, that I've heard is people saying you need to make sure that you're doing the work on yourself first, because if you had insecurities before, your insecurities will still be there. You just look different. And they don't just immediately go away because you've changed how your body looks so you need to make sure that you're still working on yourself and your image of yourself because otherwise that can be a very slippery
0: slope yet and a very expensive slippery slope exactly getting new tits is not necessarily going to fit your bad body image and relationship you have with yourself
1: no no and so that's the other thing as well if you are considering getting a procedure done have a a good think about why you want to get that done because it's not going to magically solve your problems if you look different.
0: I think um want to completely sidesetting from the question, but when I was also researching this, do you, do you remember Heidi Montag? She was one of the main girls in The Hills with Lauren Conrad. So oh, I didn't really watch it. However, I would probably know of her. Anyway, she was in one of the main characters in The Hills, which is a reality TV show oh, late ooze, sort of 2008 era. And she was one of the most beautiful women I'd ever seen, naturally gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And then in one of the seasons, they sort of – they do an interesting reveal in the opening episode and you can tell that she's talking but they're not showing her face. And she had had all of these procedures done because she was in the spotlight. She felt like she needed to get a little stuff done. And in an interview a couple of years ago, she was saying – She had 10 procedures in a day at 23 years old and she really regrets doing that. She wish she had waited. She wish she had thought about her long-term health and didn't just rush into making this kind of decision and completely regret altering a lot of her body and face. And she had a lot of Mm. surgery done in her face and I think her boobs as well. And it's just, it's interesting to see someone who was so young and felt like they had to fit in a Mm. certain way just have so much regret after.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think the other side of reasons behind getting procedures done, a lot of what we do see are, I want to say, more shallow reasons or more sort of surface level. It's for an appearance purpose. Validation. Yeah. But at the same time, there are a lot of other reasons why you would get procedures done. For example, if you had breast cancer and you got a double mastectomy, a lot of people opt to get their boobs reconstructed because that's a part of their identity and that was taken away from them or people who got into massive car accidents or have had massive body traumas they get facial reconstructive surgery or other sorts of things done to have them look a certain way Mm -hmm. and technically those are plastic and cosmetic surgeries it's just they're on sort of different scales and for different
0: reasons yeah, definitely. I think there's definitely people who do it, yeah, for those reasons, and it can really help them feel more comfortable in themselves or help them heal mm-hmm. from trauma or something. And it can definitely be a sort of a positive side or a, I guess a good relationship you can have with cosmetic surgery. I mean, even seeing some influences. I think Laura DIY has spoken about this, and mm-hmm. she's a YouTuber that I've spoken about many times. She's one of my favorites. And she gets, I think, lip injections or lip fillers, and maybe Botox. And she's a very healthy relationship with that. She doesn't overdo it. She's spoken quite openly about mm-hmm. how how long she spent considering did she want to, and being an influencer and millions of subscribers mm. on YouTube and Instagram. I think a lot of these influencers can succumb to that pressure of needing to look a certain way. Yeah, and it's refreshing to see that someone in, who's really big in LA life or in mm-hmm. social media can. Be like, hey, I'm getting cosmetic surgery because I want to. It's not to say you have to. It's not to say I'm addicted and it's an educated choice mm-hmm. I've made. And I think it's it's nice to see that as opposed to, I think, what we've been exposed to a, a little bit earlier in our generation at least, within mm-hmm. that more early ooze time is, oh, you have to have a big boobs to be hot or you yeah. have to have a skinny tummy to be hot or a big juicy bum like the Kardashians just to be considered sexy and there's a lot of that negative press that goes around and this idea of aging gracefully and looking hot mm. forever and having the perfect body that's a, a very certain way we a snatch waist and a big bum on big boobs or something.
1: Well I'm glad that you brought up the Kardashians because they're definitely <laughs> a very interesting family who is they very are. much into the cosmetic procedures whether they admit to it or not and it's something that I find quite refreshing when influencers in particular or celebrities are really open about the procedures that they've had done as opposed to dancing around the topic or denying that they've had things done when it's obvious that they have. And they have young people who follow them, who look at them and see certain features that they may have had enhanced with procedures Mm -hmm. and these young people think because that person has said, oh, no, I've never had anything done, these people think that that's attainable. And if you just work out or eat really well or whatever, then you can maintain or then you can attain that. But it's just not possible because they've had help. Cue
0: the unrealistic beauty standards.
1: Yeah, like I appreciate the influencers who have been really open about things that they have done. I mean, even Kylie Jenner, when she first got her lip fillers, She was saying, oh, no, I just overlined my lips.
0: Denied it for so long. I'm like, that's BS.
1: Like, girl, there's only so much that lip liner can do at the end of the day. And then it just became something that I don't even know when she addressed it or if she even has, like, openly spoken about it, but people just know that she officially has had lip filler now. I think she did speak about it at some point, but for ages she was obviously getting lip filler Mm -hmm. and kept dancing around the topic and denying it and it's like dude just own up to it it's totally fine no one's going to judge you for it it's almost better to embrace it than 100 and deny be honest and on that note as well of influencers in particular who have been really open about procedures that they had done there have been a lot of YouTubers in particular who have documented their experiences with getting certain procedures, particularly with breast augmentations. Mm -hmm. And one of those people who I had followed from a while back is Acacia Brinley-Clark, who got a breast augmentation done and was pretty great about documenting that entire process, her reasoning behind wanting them done in the first place and her journey through that entire experience and afterwards. What was her reason to get it done? She had said she didn't feel like it was her body and she Interesting. she had a chest where it was sort of inverted, I want to say, like it was sort of sloping the other way. Interesting. So even though she had a relatively healthy bust size, it appeared smaller because of the shape of her chest. I okay. believe that was her or maybe I'm getting it confused with another influencer. It was somebody. But anyway, so (laughs) that tends to be a reason for some people for getting implants done because their body is shaped a little bit differently and they just sort of want to correct that a little bit. But Mm -hmm. she – what I found most interesting about what she had spoken about is – after the fact she was talking about whether she was happy with what she got done and she started crying because she felt like for the first time she actually had the body that she was supposed to have wow because it was always something that she was insecure about and had always wanted to change and just didn't it didn't feel like herself mm-hmm. whereas on the flip side i've heard people say they got their boobs done and it it felt like they had something foreign in their body and they hated it and had to get them taken out. So it
0: definitely goes both ways. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think um, something you've written down here, and I've, I have I've absolutely love these videos on TikTok, are people who document their journey about getting breast reductions,
1: Yeah, which I
0: think is something that sometimes people forget when you talk about the topic of cosmetic surgery. You sort of think it's, oh, it's to enhance, it's to grow, it's to make something more perfect. But this is people who have struggled with back pain or... Maybe Ooh. they've had kids and it's droopy and they just want to sort of feel good in themselves. Very similar to occasion. a Acacia. little bit of lift. Oh, yeah, we love that. Um, and it's just so warming to see these people who have had, mm. I don't know, like double G plus size breasts and then go through their breast reduction and sort of do a before and after of clothes try on. Didn't fit before and then after surgery it fits and you can just tell – how much they happier look someone so is
1: so much happier, so much lighter, literally and literally. on on a spiritual level <laughs> as well. yeah, you can just tell the difference in how they feel about themselves based on their body more closely reflecting how they see themselves or how they want to see themselves. Yeah, totally. Well, there's also a lot of influencers and celebrities who've spoken about getting implants removed. Not so much from the perspective of they don't feel like it was the right decision for them or they've changed their mind, but also because of breast implant illness. That's a thing that Mm. a lot of people have had. And over time, there have been brands or types of implants that have been recalled because they may have leaked
0: or there's been...
1: Uh, an ingredient in them that has later found out to be toxic or not beneficial to the body not or dangerous, uh, I don't know. Mm. And so it's been recalled. And so all of these people who had those implants had to get them taken out. Wow. And so a couple of people who have also spoken pretty openly about having breast implant illness or what they suspect to be breast implant illness are Michelle Visage, who, for those of you who don't know, is a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race oh. and or primarily, that's how she's known these days. Um And also Natalie's Outlet, who is a YouTuber that I used to watch back in the day. Again, we'll link everyone in the show notes if you want to go check out their content. But they're two people who have spoken relatively openly about breast implant illness and the impact that that had on them and their decision to ultimately get their implants removed.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting. And I mean, it's talked about quite often on even TV shows like Botch that, there can be a lot of risks and health complications, especially when it comes to implants and injectables. And it's something that really sort of throws me off personally from wanting to put anything foreign in my body. Cause it's the thought of those health complications just, just does not sit well with me. And I I didn't realize this again in doing my research for this episode that apparently Ashley Tisdale had had breast implants before and she had had them removed. And she was saying, you know, she, she grew up in sort of Nickelodeon, Disney. No, it was Disney or Nickelodeon. And she grew up in the limelight at quite a young age. And I think she had spoken about feeling this pressure to want to look more, look better, look sexier or hotter and look a way that she wasn't already feeling in her body. And she thought, oh, I'll be more secure in myself and happier if I get a, a boob job. And she'd sort of reflected saying that for a little bit she felt better. She achieved what she thought she wanted. But then she started struggling with health issues. She started struggling with the the confidence and the body image issues as well. And she actually had them removed, which was very interesting to see. So it's it's interesting to see that a lot of people, I guess it's on the fence of those who are forced to have mm. undone or taken out because of risks and those who have deciding, oh, actually, this is just not for me and make on their own merit Mm.
1: well the other thing to acknowledge as well is beauty standards have changed so much over time and if you're altering your body to look a certain way based on the beauty standards at that particular point in time who knows what things are going to be like in 10 20 years so it comes back to again the reason why you want to have that procedure Mm done is it to conform to beauty standards or is it because you feel like you're not complete without that thing or you feel like your body is meant to look a certain way and you just need a little bit of extra help to help it look that way depends whatever it is but the common thread does tend to be if your reasoning isn't super sound as to why you're getting procedures done in the first place, chances are down the track at some point you're going to end up being unhappy with your decision and probably regretting it unfortunately. Not
0: not the vibe, not what we want to go for. No, not what we're after. Well, that was a very insightful conversation from two people that have never had cosmetic surgery, which is always (laughs) great, but that's our outside perspective. So you make the decision that's best for you just all I will recommend is go with someone who's a legitimate surgeon not someone who's cheap based in Thailand and make sure that oh I
1: mean if someone's good and based in Thailand and reputable and they're just cheaper than so whatever country you're in fine fair enough but make sure that you do your, do your research that is a huge thing that a lot of the people who have been really open about the procedures that they've had done have come back to they've said I've done a lot of research to find the surgeon to find the type of procedure that I wanted to get done to find where to get it done healing things afterwards complications that could come about just so I know exactly what I'm getting myself into as opposed to making a decision on a whim and just deciding hey I'm just gonna get my boobs done and not really thinking it through fully
0: exactly well well that is all we have time for today as always thank you guys so much for listening if you want to catch up with us outside of podcast land we can drop us a comment a dm or an email on the socials we will put everything in the show notes so if you've got anything you want to say anything you want to chat about any conversation topics you want us to discuss hit us up
1: yeah and as always remember to rate review subscribe wherever you're listening to this right now Tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your pets. Listen to this with them if you want. You do you. Otherwise, as always, we're excited to take you along with us as we talk through the areas of life that might not always have a one-size-fits-all approach on It's a Definite Maybe. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.